This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. This is Allison Lee Rosenfeld, the voice of Bonnie and Nurse Joy from Pokemon, Rio Castle, Riley, and Allie from Yu-Gi-Oh!, and star of Crumbly Kitchen. You're listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. This week, two major games arrived today in the form of Super Mario Bros. Wonders and Spider-Man 2. Mortal Kombat 1 on the Switch manages to make improvements, but still has a lot of work to do. Gargoyles Remaster also arrives, but doesn't measure up to the original. Skull Island Rise of the Kong is said to be the worst reviewed game of the year. Then, in our final stage, I reviewed Detective Pikachu Returns for the Nintendo Switch. All this and more in this edition of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extra Select Start. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extra Select Start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. Welcome back to another game-filled edition of Select Start, the video game podcast for ACMG Presents Talk Time Live and TalkTimeLive.com. I am your host, Xavier Josiah, and I am surprised I'm awake right now because I've been getting some really good sleep. But yesterday, 12 at midnight, I decided to take a few hours late of sleep uh, just to get my hands on the first few minutes of Spider-Man 2. As you guys know, today is the day. This is it. We finally made it. We finally reached this destination. Today is the premiere of Spider-Man 2 and Super Mario Brothers Wonders. Uh, of course, I will. I will. I'm sorry, Mario. I'm going to have to put you on the side for now and play on play you on your off times. But Spider-Man is getting full helm today. <laughs> so I got a chance to play that. I, I think I got an hour less sleep than I normally do, which somehow, some way my AI to my bed said that I actually still had some good sleep, which are good. I got a good score. Yeah, I got a bed that scores my uh, my sleep patterns. You know, so even when I'm sleeping, I'm gaming. So I managed to get a good score from that, even though I, you know, got less sleep than I did the normal days. But it's worth it because <laughs> the first half hour of that game is exhilarating as hell. I, uh, I can't wait to get my hands on the rest of it. I am so blown away. I hope everybody is having a speedy recovery on their sick day today. <laughs> and the remedy is this game and Super Mario Brothers Wonders to say the least. So I actually did a video and I just put out on the ACMG Facebook group as well as my threads page at Xavier underscore Josiah. Uh, and, on, and, and you can go to talktimelive.com and check it out as well. But, um, you know, just celebrating this day. I got my... You know, it's morning time. I got my Spider-Man symbiote robe on right now. I got my, I finally uh, unboxed my Spider-Man controller that I've been waiting to use to, to this day. And also got a 
created, I designed my own commemorative coffee mug or chai mug, I should say, um, with my own design for Spider-Man 2 as well. And you can see all that on the video if you go in there as well. Actually, it's not on TalkTimeLive.com yet. And it may be by the time you're reading this because it just unlocked on YouTube. So I am, you know, I'm, I'm ecstatic about today. I'm just really really excited about today because i've been waiting to play this game for so long just like many of you i'm i've already been told that a lot of you are actually taking the day off this is one of those games that like you gotta you gotta play hooky <laughs> that you got to you know you gotta you know play sick so you know like i said before i wish you all well in your speedy recovery on your sick day <laughs> today so we got not only that to talk about but we got some other things to talk about you know as i was going it's the first time i've uh did the pot did select start since i came back from new york comic-con with all the awesome news that that came out with but we got a chance to uh finally check out the switch because just be as you guys remember uh or if you know no if you listen to the last uh podcast i put in the audio of the robert kirkman panel the who you know they were celebrating invincible and the walking dead and there was a surprise guest there and it was ed boone he came to new york comic-con to join robert kirkman to talk about their involvement with mortal kombat and you guys remember omni man is in uh mortal kombat one and he will be the first soon we also got a first look at omni man as well and uh it's all there you could check it out and i actually have the video version out now you could check that out on talktimelive.com and if you're in an acmg facebook group you could check it out there as well uh that's up so that was a really great conversation uh them talking about that as well as talking about um who were they were actually going to get in the game prior to which was michonne and they talk about that i still wish they would have done that <laughs> i hope they do that for a later date i don't know but um they were joking about it, it was a great conversation go out anyway check that out but before he got to that panel Netherrealm unleashed the first patch, finally the patch update that we've been waiting for for Mortal Kombat 1 on the Switch. Now, the question is, did it actually do the job? <sighs> Unfortunately, yes and no. It, it's it's positive times negative. If you, if you know algebra, that means there's still more negative on the ground with that. And let's go down the list. And I can tell you what they did add and what was good or not. So on the Nintendo Switch, they put it out on the 11th uh, of this month. And the things that they added on it was it actually it's trust me, they did make improvements. You could definitely see that they made improvements, but you could also see still there's still things in this game that they definitely need to fix. And it actually whatever the whatever bugs they fix, it actually created other bugs. So it's one of those type of uh, whack-a-mole type of situations where you hit one, another one comes out from another way. So you got to try to get them all, you know? So this is definitely a whack-a-mole type of situation, but there are like, like I said, they did manage to make some improvements enough for me to say like, it's going to take them time, but eventually this game is going to come back to, you know, it's going to come to fruition of the game that we should expect from the Nintendo Switch that we saw on, you know, um, Mortal Kombat 11. So they did add the season one uh, of Invasion. So that's all there. So at least to my knowledge, that's all there. I haven't played through the entire 
invasion I, i'm i'm deeper in invasion on the playstation 5 than i am on a switch i haven't chose to uh, go that deep yet but it seems like everything is there so we're able to play the entire season one of uh invasions right now the gameplay balance has changed i would agree with that i can it does feel a little bit better uh frame rate there's it the frame rate is not as fast as it was but it's balanced um but there are some slow loading moments that it still needs to be attended to from that point leaderboard fixes i don't care about that visual improvements and general bug fixes slightly yes but again if you play the story mode and you go deeper into the story mode you will see that there are some things that is still need to be improved there's still some visual uh things i will give you a great example sindel and her phantom weave so basically if you played at sindel then you know they they did fix the aspect of her with the hair because she didn't have hair before and there was some missing frame um framework with the hair and that was bad but then they fixed that and now there's this other layer of hair that just lingers it levitates and lingers around which kind of looks weird it looks really really weird so i just the part it's one of those things it's like how did y'all I'll, how did y'all get that through y'all had to have seen that you had to have seen that happen like come on that's it's it's not like it just pops up out of nowhere it's visually noticeable it's right in front of your face like it's just hair that's just hanging and levitating and floating around while you're fighting snl so they need to get rid of that otherwise she's all better um general Shao is all better as well he's back to, he's no longer do they have him you know his axe is floating around and you know it's not he's not holding it at times so he's fully better he even looks better in the game and that is great and also the brutality has been fixed which was you know whenever they do uh, uppercut brutality the, the head would just float so they did make improvements it has made improvements it's still there's still uh quite a bit of work to do in there like if you like i said if you play the actual if you play the, uh, the, the other thing um if you play both the tower modes the story tower modes and the story mode as you get deeper it's it looks visually good and like in the beginning in the middle but near the end when you get to the armageddon part of the story that's when things start to look eh. and then when you play the tower mode at the very end it doesn't look good shang shang soon still needs some a lot of work to do they fix they made johnny cage uh john jean claude van damme's johnny cage look much better uh in this case they darken the hair in, in certain areas um the hair textures definitely need some help it, it still needs a lot of work to do in there so the, it, it's it's an improvement but not the great improvement that we were hoping for and i knew it was going to take some time to do at least they got something out to make it balanced at the moment but they still have a lot of work to do in this case uh loading time improvements no that's the one thing it's not there's no improvements in the loading time i mean i don't know what they saw i don't know what improvements they were talking about but it's still the loading time still prolongs quite a while especially when you get deeper in and there was one point of the game where it took so long that i had to reset it and restart the game 
for it to load up again properly so there's still issues with that stability fixes did i i didn't get any crashes this time around so i mean i guess to that extent that's good localization fixes i don't know that part but again there's some hits and some misses with this patch i'm hoping to see another patch down the line and i, I mean we're obviously going to see more patches but there definitely needs to be patches because it's not all perfect there but it was enough for me to be able to play and i could play invasion mode so it is fully intact but not polished to say the least so um yeah we still got a long road to go unfortunately switch uh people so this is unfortunate but it is what it is but luckily super mario brothers wonders is here so you can kind of move on let them do their thing we'll come back to that just like we do with aew fight forever waiting for that these new features and match types or whatever like that so it is what it is um i also want to talk about another game that i actually purchased but i'm not gonna consider it a review of it but i'm gonna give my thoughts gargoyles remaster which is based on the old i believe it should be i believe it was a capcom re, uh game back then i think i don't quote me on it but i believe it was supposed to be a, the original gargoyles was a capcom game before let me check on that gargoyles remastered um which let me see gargoyles let me get the original game game yes it was the sega genesis game okay so yeah it was the sega genesis game i believe that came out uh back then and they remastered it um and i will say it's i wish one i wish capcom would have done this originally i never played the original game from back in the day uh never got into it i love gargoyles to like how high heaven like that was one of my favorite disney animated shows that came out back then like it was that if you haven't watched gargoyles back then go back and watch it and i do believe there there are talks of them remaking it i think in live action form or whatever either way i am so down with it gargoyles was one of the most awesome original cartoons at of that time and uh man keith david i believe played Gar um goliath who is the main character of this game and his voice uh his voice transcends so somehow somebody decided to redo this we got a development team known as empty clip studios who attempted to bring the renewed uh, bring renewed success to an old favorite that people do like um it wasn't done by capcom and if probably if it was i think it would have been better i also wish way forward would have made this like visually it looks stunning it looks absolutely great compared to what it used to look like the controls however are a little clunky and that's where it kind of you know fails with me also the ability to switch from the remaster uh visuals to the original visuals i think is pretty cool we've seen that in other retro games before i believe wonder boy was one of the games that i first saw that on uh where you could just easily switch back and forth to you know the new version to the old version uh the other issue that i had with this game is that there's no understanding of how to how the gameplay works in this game they you just go in blindly like i, I get that they remastered the game but you couldn't have added some type of platform where you know how the control i mean they do but i would have loved that they would have just had some additional things to it yes you want to just remaster the whole thing but come on like for those who never played this game 
I would have loved to have like known how to play this game exactly. I'm going in blindly wondering what controls does what or whatever like that. There's nothing you got to pause it to go into the options mode to know what buttons are what in there. But there's also a way that you have to play it. Like they don't talk about wall climbing. They don't talk about, you know, double jumping and all that stuff. Like this game kind of plays like Gargoyles Quest, um, which is like the spinoff to Ghouls and Ghosts pretty much. And in that game, you kind of, it's that, that to me is a classic game on a, a Game Boy. It's it very, it, they allow you to understand how to play that game thoroughly. This one, not so much. And it kind of throws you off. It, it, it gets aggravating after a while because you're trying to understand how this game plays, but you could climb up walls, you can jump off, you could double jump, but come on. I, I get that you're trying to re, you know, re refurbish the whole entire thing or, you know, um, but give me something, give us something. The new people who haven't played this game before, you know, it's just, that's, that, that to me was like the, one of the biggest pet peeves I had with this game playing it. And I didn't, I, I practically kind of stopped playing it because it's just like, I couldn't get into it as, as much as I wanted to. This game would have benefit from having a company like way forward work on it. Cause way forward is just tremendous when it comes to 2d side scrolling playing this game only reminded me of why way forward is such is so great at re, at mastering 2d side scrolling designing i mean like look what they did with um the shanti series look what they did with for goodness sakes like everything that they touch is great look what they did with ducktales and everybody goes back to ducktales when they think way forward because way forward made ducktales remastered and they were the reason why guys like you know companies like this are trying to do their own remaster but it doesn't level up to what way forward has done ducktales is one of the greatest side scrolling games ever just one of them and the fact that they were able to make it look better but also play just as good and play actually it, the balance of it even better just made it, it it put them on a map it literally put them on a map for that um it's not going to do this this game is not going to do the same for empty clip uh studios they need to fill their clip up a little bit more and add some add something else to make this game more spicier um not all games in the past were great and if you're going to remaster a game look i think remaster can also mean capturing that feel but also making it better than it was and i don't think that's a bad thing i don't you know it's this is not one of those things like if it ain't broke don't fix it no there is some broken things and you could have fixed it and make it better in this case so if you're going to get this game and you never played this game before i'm going to warn you be careful because it's you're going to have to find a tutorial somewhere or maybe find you know uh pdfs of the original game uh instruction book to find out how to really play this game properly because it's it's not hard it's not hard but you don't know the abilities that goliath have because they don't really tell you and there's nothing in there that really shows you so that's all i'm saying it's otherwise it's a pretty cool looking game but not the best in terms of balance and gameplay inside scroll it's not the best side scrolling experience you're gonna play anytime soon and on top of that it's still better than this game that i'm about to talk about now and that's skull island rise of the kong which is now one of the worst reviewed games of 2023 and 
you know, even with Mortal Kombat on the Switch and, and how bad it's gotten, it's still a little bit better than what I've seen here. I actually checked out the first 15 minutes of this game on IGN. And yeah, it looks it looks horrible. And I think because people are comparing it, this is not the first Kong, you know, game that have ever come out. It was a game on, I believe, maybe what? The, 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 the PlayStation 3 that came out back then uh, that was highly, highly, uh, let me see, uh, PS, was PS2, PS4? I'm trying to find this game. I'm trying to find this game. I think it, King Kong, was it? Yes, it was King Kong. It was on the PlayStation 2. And it was actually critically acclaimed, you know, by fans and game reviewers alike. And they, I, I'd never played this game. I actually did always wanted to play this game, but I never got a chance to, but it was highly regarded as like a really awesome game. So I think when people see Rise of the Kong or Skull Island Rise of the Kong, they're kind of going to compare and contrast it to that of King Kong, uh, which was based on a movie from back from like years back. I think the Peter Jackson movie uh, uh, that came out back then. Um, and it's it pales in comparison and it, it just it looks like I, I think they're charging maybe like thirty nine um, dollars for it or um, they're charging thirty nine dollars for it or forty or forty nine for it. They're paying you're, you're practically paying full price for it. In fact, let me check because I didn't pay it. So Skull Island. Wait, wait, Skull Island. Let's see. Island Rise of the Kong. Let's go to Nintendo Switch. See how much it costs here. Yeah, these reviews are. I'm looking at it. I'm googling it, and it's these. These are so bad. Uh, Nintendo Switch. See how much they're riding it for. Yeah. Okay, so it's thirty nine ninety nine for the base game but there's a digital deluxe version that's 49.99 and this is one of those cases like what the hell were they thinking this game looks like a mobile game first of all and it's supposed to be a 3d platformer if you will 3d action platformer but when you compare it to when you're looking at like spider-man 2 which is charging roughly the same price for the base game for, for they, they're charging the same price for the base game as they would for the uh for the deluxe version of you know um skull island you look at that experience that you that you see in this game and then you look at spider-man 2 or any other games like that that i can that i've ever paid for for that amount and i'm like now i'm not that, that i'm not i'm not messing with this i think this is the reason why i also opted out of getting um hellboy hellboy also came out this week and i looked at that game well it didn't come out this week i think it came out last week but it came out yeah it came out last week um but i looked at it and at, at first when they first announced it i thought it was you know awesome that they're doing a new game but then i started seeing other trailers to it and i'm like you know what this game doesn't look as good as i thought it was gonna be and it started to look like this is a this is a cheap development this is a quick, easy and cheap development here and almost like a cash grab development. 
and I started looking at more footage of this and I was like, no, I'm out. <laughs> I love Hellboy and I wish they would have done more to that franchise, but like this feels like a cheap knockoff, a cheap mobile game knockoff of what we want here. So there, you know, both of these, both of those games that look like they're chiming on the idea that these are huge franchises or popular franchises at best and hoping that people would jump on it and didn't come to find out y'all took us took our money for a not so great experience here so um yeah game developers man y'all need to get it together like if y'all can't put in the full experience that you want like you this this game right here it just looks like a game that like a student level game like you're trying to charge us a normal amount of money for a game like this and it doesn't really give you anything like people you guys are gonna have to step up and i mean like step up in a way to like you want us to pay this money you're gonna have to give us the experience and this is just one of those things like there's like how did you come up with the idea that you paid this much and how are you trying to justify charging us this compared to what other great games are charging us you know i don't know how many people are getting the kong game i don't i doubt it but it's just one of those things like it's a raw deal man like I, I i get it like get it get a donkey kong game get get donkey kong country that is a way better game for that price and amount you know what i'm saying like it, there's so many any any game is better than that like the ubisoft um you know uh king kong game if they would have port reported that one which i really they really should like that's a playstation 2 game i don't understand why they couldn't port, report that game bring that back out so it, it it just it, it's it's so mediocre when i just go to ign and watch the first 15 minutes of it it looks very mediocre so yeah i don't know what this i don't know what else to say about that but um avoid that game in that price or if you are truly getting need to get a kong game just wait until it goes on sale majorly on sale like on a great deal section and it's like 10 bucks because <laughs> this this game just it, no this game is, is not worth it i'm sorry i'm sorry to the developers of this but like come on man you guys what are y'all thinking i'm tired of these game developers are trying to you know sweep things under the rug and try to you know take our money and not give us the value to give us the total quality of it of which we expect i'm just tired i'm just tired of it just very very tired of it. so avoid this at all costs people folks that will do it for what's going on in the news in the world of gaming. And we're going to take a break, come back, and I will give my thoughts on Detective Pikachu returns for the Nintendo Switch. And all I'm going to say is if you're expecting a traditional Pokemon game, you may want to hear what I got to say about this game. And we'll do that right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dax Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Bear, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go. Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on Talk Time Live. 
TalkTomLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTomLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live. reached the final stage of this episode and i'm here to give my thoughts on detective pikachu returns for the nintendo switch developers game freak publishers and nintendo this is an adventure game more like a story based narrative adventure game if you will and you know i got i, I chose this as one of my picks for um the game voucher which super mario brothers wonders was the other one that pick because uh i didn't you know i i i love the movie i was a big fan of the movie i really like detective pikachu first of all i didn't even know that there was a first detective pikachu <laughs> series that was on a ds i believe and i'm thinking this is straight from the movie but in fact this is a legit sequel so upon finding that out you know i bought it based on the fact that i loved the movie and it was hoping to get that same movie experience um eh, not not all the way at, at best um you know it's it's following up on everything that happened from the first game and technically from the movie itself because the movie storyline is incredibly close to source of the of what we saw for uh, uh what you probably played from the original game and tim goodman is you know the main character of it and detective pikachu is also the main character of it as well so they are basing it off of the story of the game from that point and that's great and i'm thinking like okay i'm hoping we get the the story element of it which we did but also the with a bit of what we love about pokemon and i've soon found out that that's not exactly what we're going to get here and it kind of in a lot of ways may you know disappointed me um it's not to say the game isn't good it isn't partially fun but if you're coming in it's it's it reminds me of when gotham knights came out and people got all in the uproar because it wasn't that same arkham experience um that you were looking for and to their credit and and i would say the thing is is that like the problem with that game wasn't the game it was the fact that they didn't tell you that it's an action rpg and they made you think that you were going to get the arkham experience and they never once say like well no this is a action rpg game it plays differently and if they came in like that then people would have loved that game a lot more and i still think that game is a awesome and fun game to play if you don't put it in the same you know realm as the arkham series as the arkham trilogy if you will the game is actually a lot of fun um but people are just mindset was on there 
and my mindset was on like, all right, it's Detective Pikachu and we get that same Pokemon experience. And going into the game, you don't get that experience it's a lot. You know, there's a just it's it plays more like a tell a telltale game or at least a Phoenix Wright game at best. And there are some parts of it that you could like if you're into story based narrative games, you know, narrative based games like that then you may get into it, especially when it's like detective base and unlike phoenix Wright, this one is i think this is very much more kid friendly in terms of just you know how you control the game and how the game story is and a lot of the clues that you got to figure out because you know most people if you play this game you could skim through this game and still know what the hell's going on with this game. You're still knowing what clues are you looking for and all that stuff. And they make it very kid friendly. They they hold your hand a lot in this game when they try to make you try to, you know, try to get you to figure out what to do, how you're going to remember how things are, the clues that are in there, you know, deducing the all the clues together to, to get, you know, to reassess who did what in the game it's very handheldy in this game so as always we're going to go in the categories of story originality visual presentation sound and music gameplay uh and fun factor and replay value actor performances all to give you my top grade for this game so let's get started let's get started with the story at least um based on from what they talk about in the game and on the website as well this is this new adventure follows tim goodman and his partner a wisecracking pikachu with the ability to communicate with tim as they attempt to solve the ongoing mystery behind the disappearance of tim's father when there's a case to be solved tim goodman and pikachu are the perfect team for the job tim is a university student at this point because i believe he was a kid in the, in the original one when i saw that he was he was a lot younger but now he's in a university he's in college now uh so you know tim in this stage is a university student who will still who is still searching for the truth about his missing father harry joining tim on his search is harry's former partner the self-proclaimed great detective pikachu with the ability with his ability to talk to both tim and P uh, pokemon uh, Pikachu is able to gather clues from his fellow Pokemon to assist him in this investigation. And there's a huge investigation that not only involves Harry, it also involves Mewtwo. Um, and it also involves another organization that has a deeper plot based on his jewel that um, has been stolen and whatnot. So, it, you know, all these things are going to fall into a deeper story plot. So there you have it. I mean, it's a good it's a good story follow up with everything that's going on it's not the best story in the world but it's it's enjoyable especially as you go deeper into the game because it starts off real slow in the game but it starts to pick up after a while and when you uh, get into it originality it's not so much i mean like i said this is very much like your average phoenix right uh, style game yet it feels like it's lacking just a bit and i think it's because this is more geared to you know kids and pokemon um fans alike um you know is it Paul, phoenix right to their credit like when after playing this game i was like phoenix Wright does a great job making you really dig deep into you know finding out clues and whatnot in that game this one it's kind of like it's 
really right there in front of you to some extent and then some of it is very predictable <laughs> so you kind of see where it's going in this case uh so there you have it with that visual presentation to me was the biggest letdown of this whole entire thing um this detective pikachu looks outdated and it comes off like a remastered version of the 3ds of a 3ds game rather than a new game and like when you look at games like um the recent games that have come out like x and y you look at um sword and shield and you look at arceus you know pokemon legend arceus especially that game looked phenomenal um i haven't played you know scarlet and violet at all but those other games i can vouch for they look really awesome uh especially uh, uh, pokemon legends arceus looks just it looks tremendous i absolutely love that game um and i still don't understand why they haven't put in more with that game i just don't but this one it looks it looks really bad it, it, i mean not it looks okay but when you compare it to the other games that i just mentioned it doesn't live up it looks like it, they could have put more time in the visuals for this it looks like games i've played in the, in, in, in early 2000s at best um so it, it, it's kind of a turn a visual turnoff but and also you know in that respect like i don't expect extremely high graphic visuals or like i don't or frame rates or whatever like that that like i don't need all that but like i need this game to look a little bit more updated compared to what i've seen like you look at astral chains you look at bayonetta like they make the nintendo switch look like a badass console if you look at a game like this it doesn't it doesn't make you want to get a nintendo switch because <laughs> like this is a game that 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 blockheads and on the internet always talk about but often generalize it to all the games that are coming out for the nintendo switch which is totally not true but this is just one of those games that if they see that it's like you know they're gonna base it off of this and just think that the nintendo switch is you know not living up to par there are so many really awesome great looking games on the nintendo switch not this one not this one to say the least sound of music is probably one of the best things about this game um you know it's the it's quality scores in here you know music not really the most memorable music but it's still great quality at best gameplay you know if you're looking for the traditional pokemon style of gameplay the battle combat system that you you know the turn-based combat system that you you know used to fortunately you're not going to find it here it's not anywhere near here this is a pure narrative based game with very little action and combat involved there's some puzzles every once in a while but it's nothing fulfilling nothing fulfilling at all i wish they would have you know assimilated some of the combat system into it but the idea is that the city that they're in is a city where they don't use pokemon to battle so that even makes it worse because prime city is a coexisting world where pokemon and and um you know humans all coexist together without any form of combat even still because this is a mystery game and there's some bad guys in here i would at least would have loved to have detective pikachu utilize some of his abilities to to the bad guys at best you know not a, not in a pokemon battle way but something in a way that just made it a little bit more fun and action oriented 
this was not it and that that was again this is one of the disappointing factors when it comes to fun factor if you're into these narrative based games then this is maybe a game for you it, the story like i said starts off slow and it picks up if you stick with it after a while um it reminds me of steins gate the anime it, it, it steins gate is a very slow story driven anime but like once you get past the first 16 you know episodes it actually gets much better but you gotta go through 16 episodes to get to that point <laughs> this kind of is on that same you know framework as well um but the other thing too is that the story like i said before all the clues the storytelling the the um development of this game is very predictable like at, there are times i like i just skimmed through this and i already know what's going to happen i already know what's going on like it's it, it's cookie almost slightly cookie cutter to some extent which leads me to replay values like after playing this game it's like i don't want to go back to this just there's nothing about this game that makes me want to i've played other I've, i'll go back to sword and shield there's always some replay value with sword and shield because they got the tournament like after you beat the game they have a tournament mode on air that allows you to go back and play the game and there's always a different experience every single time you could go to other places and all that stuff you could play the expansions and all that stuff legends i could go back in there and enjoy that game uh x and y i could go back and play that game and enjoy that game this just did not have that same vibe as i had with the other pokemon based games before it so it, I, I don't know what to say it's like this is really i i don't see myself going back to this game at all well uh you know at all at, at all actor performances it was good but not anything compelling anything that really is gonna be like you gotta play this you gotta watch this you gotta you know check these guys out it was just there and it's not that much i mean there's a lot of voice acting when it comes to detective pikachu because you could talk to him every once in a while you know all throughout the game and he talks to other pokemon and you know there are cutscenes and all this stuff but it's nothing that really is must see at all in this game which leads to the final score of this deal so let's go on what i talk about with detective pikachu in terms of originality i gave it a 75 percent visual presentation and performance 70 percent um sound of music probably the best thing I, I about this game and i gave it a 100 for that gameplay 60 because there's not really much gameplay to it um fun factor 70 percent replay value 50 percent actor performances 80 percent story 80 percent as well leaving it a score of 292.5 which leads to a 75 73.1 percentile and leads to a solid c and i believe it's the only other c that i've given in this uh this year and the other c that i've given was a c plus to shimmer maiden which probably got had it better because of his visuals and the story was was better um than this but other than that it was you know this is the other game i don't see coming back to it's like this game to me if you got to be a hardcore pokemon fan to really enjoy this game you got to be the hardest of hardcore to enjoy this game otherwise this game will not be for everybody you know i'm i i, I guess this proved to me that i'm not a hardcore pokemon you know um gamer like that that i may be just a casual pokemon gamer to that extent i mean it, it, it then again when that also goes to the fact that i still haven't gotten scarlet and violet yet i haven't gotten either one of those games because something just threw me off 
I think I've played every other Pokemon game on the Switch, except for this one. Even that freebie version that came out, you know? Um, so, you know, for me, it, it, it's a it's a no-go. It's a C. It's like, eh, you know, it, it just it just wasn't for me uh, in this case. Um, hopefully, future Pokemon games will do better in this case. But this one is just, you know, C for me is casual. <laughs> that's what the c grade is going to stand for for me in this case so if you're a hardcore pokemon fan you may like this if you're not if you're a casual fan you may want to skip this one just go for the core base pokemon games there are other great you know spinoff pokemon games pokin tournament you know which bandai namco made a while back which is you know the guys who made tekken uh put that together it's one of my favorite pokemon games ever like seriously it's it's a pokemon game i've always wanted to play in that case so that's a good one there's other ones out there this just it, it just wasn't for me i i was expecting a lot more from this and it just wasn't there so folks this will do it for this edition of select start of course like i said today it is the premiere of spider-man 2 and super mario brothers wonders i am going to pick one to review next week and the other one the week after um of course spider-man 2 is going to get the first dips with me for this super spider um i wish i had more people that i could do these shows with that i had or a team of people that I can you know the ign level amount of people who could do this but i don't so i am going to i'm not going to do both of these i'm not going to cram because both a both games deserve a lot of attention um in I can't do both at once. It's just, I'm just, I'm only human in this case. But Spider-Man 2 is going to get first dibs next week. And I'm going to give my thoughts on that. Uh, the week after, it will be Super Mario Brothers Wonders from there. And uh, we'll play it by air from the rest. Um, oh, we also got, you know, Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm. Ultimate, uh, Naruto Cross Barto Ultimate Ninja Storm coming down the line, of course. Um, Amanda C. Miller will be on the show to talk about that and much more going down the line so i'm looking forward to that as well stay tuned maybe another guest or two just haven't thought about who i want to reach out to yet in this case but um stay tuned for much much more in this case but this sunday want to give my thoughts on captain laser hawk a blood dragon remix this this show on netflix uh i've been waiting to, for it to come out it's kind of it kind of has the vibes of uh captain in the games master it involves a bunch of different ubisoft characters coming together for one crazy adventure and uh addy sankar uh is a part is involved in this project uh it along with other projects that is going to be coming down the line you know this dude's coming back in full force so um i'm going to give my thoughts on the six episode series that is on netflix this week along with any other news going on in our favorite fandoms as well so folks if you like this episode, and if you enjoyed this episode in every episode of Talk Time Live, please go out of your way to check out TalkTimeLive.com. All of our audio episodes like this one, our video exclusive episodes, our interviews are all there, easy for you to find as well. Uh, some other exclusivities are there too. You got the blog page, which has a lot of content from this past New York Comic Con you could check out. We have, um, my panels from repop from 2021 that you can check out with the cast of bleach um my hero academia the og cast of pokemon uh that time i got reincarnated as a slime sailor moon it's like it's all there it is all there for you to check out and 
you know, just a lot of great content for more. So go out of your way, check that out. And if you like to subscribe and download this show on your favorite podcast platform, you could do so. Never miss a beat on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, TuneIn, Audible, Pocket Cast, you name it, we are there. So thank you for always supporting us and please spread the word out and keep us going and keep us growing always. And that'll do it for this episode. On behalf of myself, this is Dak Xavier Josiah saying, learn to let go, live life, love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. I am out here and I am going to play Spider-Man 2 right now. Take care, guys. Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.